Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Old school on a Tuesday, right here, 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in, DP, Jay Foreman, me, Rico, we are here. You can get a hold of us, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. How are we doing today? You, do, do you guys know who Don King is? That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I know who Donkey. Okay, are you sure? Okay, it's hilarious. I so my stepdad was 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 a boxing fanatic, right? Fanatic, and he would tell stories of. Like he goes back to Sugar Ray, and, right? Right, and in that space, and he made sure that, um, you know, I knew of Jack Johnson. Oh yeah. Um, that I knew the story. As a matter of fact, um uh there was a book about Jack Johnson that was his favorite book. He my dad wasn't an avid reader, but he was a, a, a he loved talking about it. And this is the first book that he talked about and he said, You need to read this. And he would take me, drive me through through G- DC to these old boxing gyms. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. And there was always these dudes, and he would walk, as you walked in the door, right? And you saw that there were, it was never a pretty gym. No. It was never clean. It was never, but he, you'd walk in, and he'd go, okay, what do you see? And I see, you know, I'm like, this is dirty. He goes, no, no, what you see is stories. He says, because 
That dude over there fought Emil Griffin back in the day. That dude fought Ali. That dude fought. He would go through and say, pay attention to these old dudes because these old dudes have stories. And this is where they ended up. But don't think that they are not not without value because these are some of the toughest guys you ever meet. And he would drive. We'd drive to Maryland, go to Baltimore. Same story there. Jay, it was – it's how I built a love for boxing. Yeah. And we would sit and watch every Saturday. Every Saturday. Every Saturday on ABC or CBS. Yeah. Um, We go back to the even – the the two days that I I remember as much as any two in boxing. One, Ray Mans- Boom Boom Mancini and Dooku Kim. Yep. Where he, he, in one of the great boxing battles of all time, two warriors sat in, in a blazing sun and beat each other to pieces. Yeah. And Dooku Kim never, ever was the same. He died a week yeah, later. Yeah, a week later, yeah. A week later, which changed boxing management, which is yeah. why you went from 15, 15 rounds 12. to 12, yep. unless it's championship fight, all those things, right? Um, and then the other was a Saturday uh, from live from San Diego when Muhammad Ali fought this unknown mar- former Marine, Ken Norton. Yeah, he said. Well, he said Ken Norton was the hardest puncher, right? Right. Or, yeah. And but you could see it, and the stories were built around you having access to it, and then that led to ESPN yeah. figuring out that if they carried boxing, covered boxing in full, you created more stars. Yeah. And I don't know why they stopped. Yeah, they had it going for a little while, and they and they'd always have that, um, you know, Friday night boxing. They had a good crew because remember Roy Jones was on there. Um, then they would have, and he's on still. Bernstein was Bernstein on there. Bernstein was on there. Then they had Mike Tyson's former trainer on there. Yeah, Teddy Atlas on there. And then there. he would train. Right. You know, the, he would obviously be training some guys. And they had uh, young and upcoming fighters, and they had good fights. I think it was Friday nights, and then uh, it seemed like it stopped. I don't know whether. Um, you know, they got bought out or, or, you know, they didn't see, you know, the bang for the buck, but, you know. We saw every Tyson fight from, like, fight number eight to fight number 17. Yeah. Like, Tyson would show up. I mean, and you would get, that's how you learned who the fighters were. Yeah, who's the next up and coming. I mean, we created, I mean, you think of, you know, the Kronk Gym at its apex. Right? Where you had, you had 20 fighters in each weight class, from weight class to weight class, who fought all the time. Yeah. And then you they did a really good job of bringing up South American fighters, right? And then they figured out that if they put a really good Mexican fighter on each card, their ratings were yeah. through the roof. Yeah. And, and I don't know what happened, but they stopped doing it. I think boxing lost, uh, you know, a little bit of his popularity, you know, with the UFC. Yeah. Not a little bit, a lot. Yeah. Um, one, it's – this is not the dummy down the UFC, but – I think it, it's it broadens horizon that you can anybody can be, yeah. be a mix. You go MMA, and you got to think even when they have the local ones here in Lincoln, they pull a huge crowd when they have it down at PBA, and they, I'm sure there's they have so a, many local fighters in right. MMA. And here. so you know that also. So then that takes away from boxing, um, and then I like I said, I think boxing got extremely lazy. I think uh, you know Floyd Mayweather did what's best for him, and he you know obviously kept his record you know, without a blemish. And then he juiced it for what it was. And, you know, he, it was straight business effect. And I think that went, you know, went down to every other fighter to see Floyd doing it. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do it to his, his level. 
Um, but they can definitely maximize their dollar with the least amount of like uh, work or the least amount of, um, you know, putting yourself in harm. So, you know, like in the future, you know, I'm, but I do think this if, if Spence and Bud fight, I think it could bring boxing back to, uh, you know, when it's, you know, one of the top three or four things that you, you know, conversate about, say NFL, NBA, and then boxing can get in there. But, you know, you need some fighters in, at, you know, different weight classes. You know, you need a heavyweight fighter to either challenge Fury or be the next up-and-coming, ideally, American heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? That people can get well, But those American – the guys who used to go into boxing they're are now in the, in the UFC. UFC. Yeah, I mean, Derek Lewis would have been a pro boxer. Right. Right? We, we can put him in that space. As a matter of fact, that's how he fights in MMA. He he's just a boxer who had right. and who even the cat, the the, uh, the African cat that's the heavyweight champion in the UFC. Oh, and Ganu would yeah, absolutely yeah, be. Yeah, he he wants would be, to, and he wants to be. He wants to start boxing, or he says he does. Maybe he's just trying to drive up the price for UFC. But well, he's he's battling Dana over right. getting getting the appropriate money, right. and because he has he I mean he heavy handed for real. Well, he could, but he could cross over in oh, this yeah. thing. See yeah. if if he and and. Any of the heavyweights decided to do, you know, a Conor Mayweather thing, it would pay, right? It would sell, yeah, because they actually have skills. Yeah, I mean, what? Well, anytime you got two big dudes, you yeah. put two big dudes out here on you Old don't Street, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You don't People know gonna, gonna stop happen. and pay attention. Yeah, so, you don't know what's gonna happen? So, but yeah, in truth, so the <laughs> texture says, yeah, I want more Don, DP Don King stories. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've probably been in the space with him legitimately where you acknowledge each other six times. And a lot of times because they would come to D.C. And when I was in D.C. doing, I mean, if you did an event in D.C. at some point, you you and I were going to meet. Right. And that's how, and I really, I need to remember to reach out to, to, to Rock Newman and get him back on. When I first got here, I had Rock on quite a bit. And Rock is the most fearless man in boxing. Because Rock will tell you everything. Right. Like, he'll tell you who who the families are. He'll tell you uh, what, you know, how the business is being done beyond all of that. Right. Yesterday, Rock has no fear. Yesterday during Vershawn's show, a lot of people were asking him to reach out to Doug Caluza, local boxer here in Lincoln. He used to box, box back in, like, the 80s. Uh, and then we had a couple people who – know him got in contact with him we have his contact information if if Vershawn or yourself would like to have him on they said that he would love to talk boxing and and all of that well I mean there are a ton of old school boxing fans in the area I hear that all the time I hear it all the time um 
and they've kind of moved over to UFC, to yeah. UFC because they have they have an event, um, you know, at PBA. I think like once or twice a year. I remember I went to one down there. It was <laughs> this brother came out with like he looked like he was doing a rap video. You know, he had the hype man, he had the video camera, and the dude that he was fighting looked like he just you know got thrown in there and just you know drank a six pack. You know what I'm saying? He was just sitting there. And the dude, you know, the brother came in there, was hyped up, had the mat, you know, had the mask on, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, jumped in the ring, tried to like show him up. Man, that dude that looked like he just drank a six pack with the dad bod put him to sleep in like thirty seconds. Out when I say out cold, the left hand or the right hand was up. I mean gone. <laughs> I <laughs> there are a couple of things that that you find out about hanging around boxers. Boxers, not fighters, boxers, right? That we're never going to know how business is really done. Because every time you think it makes sense, there's a thing lingering in the back that has more money than the person who's making the deal and will aspire to affect it. Oh, yeah. Like, There's definitely so some. Riddick Bowe told a story. I think Riddick Bowe lost money when they fought at RFK because he never got the money that was promised. And Riddick went through it. I mean, I'm, I'm try- I need to remember what the name of his clothing company was. He started a men's leather clothing company. And in D.C., in the DMV, it went really well. Right. It didn't do nothing outside of that. But in the DMV, like, everybody had their little bit of what this was. took it like FUBU and sold it all out. Well, that's what it was. It was FUBU, like, DMV, right? Mm -hmm. And he made more money off the clothing than he did in the fights he was was in. As the world champion. As the world champion. But Don King got paid, though. Yeah, well, this was the Bob Arum scene. So, yeah, remember that Bob Arum and Sugar Ray Leonard owned DC Boxing for a while, right? Because everything went through them. And even, like, you would have Tommy Hearns would come to town, you know, to fight. They'd be, Wilfred Benitez would come in. Um, uh, Pepino Cuevas, notoriously. Oh, my goodness. There was a fight schedule that was going to be a contender's fight, and it was going to happen in DC. Between Pepino Cuevas, I forget who it was, up and coming young dude, and Pepino came to town to promote it, but Pepino went drinking out in D.C. <laughs> and he met the wrong dude. He got put to sleep. Oh, he got put to sleep. They was like, "Well, that card's out of, out the window." <laughs> so they found the dude that put him to sleep, and they put him. No, <laughs> no, no, that dude, no, that dude went to jail because somebody he messed up somebody's money. Yeah. Like he messed up promoter's money, and behind every promoter, there's a family, and you just yeah. don't. I stay mean, there's in that always space. somebody, yeah. and they're <laughs> always pushing the young and up and coming guy. I remember watching Floyd Mayweather against Purnell Sweet Pea Whitaker, and and Purnell was at the end of not the end of it, but he had already kind of reached his height as far as champion, and Floyd was that dude, you know, obviously from Michigan, and you know you hear about him. I've watched every Floyd fight. Every Floyd Floyd Mayweather fight. Mm-hmm. 
I still to this day could argue if Floyd was in, if, if he was in there. Now I'm sure that obviously he would say, hey, look, I got more money than you and all that. Okay, you do. But I still to this day think that Sweet P. Whitaker beat him. Still to this day think he beat him. I think he tactically beat him. He physically beat him. Now it was a close fight, mm-hmm. right? But that let me know that, okay, they're pushing Floyd up the. This is going to be the guy. This is going to be the guy. And well, then, then he took well, it and went to ran with it stratosphere with it well, but well, he, you remember that, that yeah. his uncle was was a part of that core of dudes right who like roger fought everybody yeah. he fought sugar ray he fought Hearns. like he had to go through the gauntlet just to make money and because he did because he was one of those Floyd dudes was a, yeah and that that's where put, and that's where people don't understand the the, the family connection and the strife where the uncle Went wants, through it. Wants, <laughs> wants, went through it. Wants to respect because he knows that. And um, there's a lot. Of, I remember uh, I went back to Vegas and went and Sugar Shane Mosley was about to fight for his title fight. And um, you know, I got it. You know, met Sugar Sugar Shane, and I didn't realize how small. <laughs> I'm like, damn, right? Like, like I'm, him and Floyd, like, damn, y'all tiny, right? But you know, you just see him on TV, you just figure like, oh, he's six feet, but they be like one forty. You know what I'm saying? The funny thing about Sugar Shane Mosley before his flight fight, he would have his whole crew in there, right? So I don't just say so when we went to his suite, you know, you get to meet him and wish him good luck. And I'd met him a couple of days before and went and watched him kinda, you know, they do their last little tune up. But, you know, if you wanted to see him before the fight, wish him luck, you gotta go at a certain time because right before the fight he would sit in his suite with his boys. Mm-hmm. Pitch dark for two hours. And everybody in, in pure silence too. It's like you got to go to the bathroom and everything. We're sitting in here because he would be visioning the fight and getting himself in the mindset and pure darkness. And then two hours, lights come on, put whatever he's gone. We go handle it. It was a, I mean, it was the craziest thing ever. Like he literally <laughs> would not move though. He would. It was like he had the chair up front and everybody, you know, had couches behind, and he would sit there. Did he have his feet up? No, he would be sitting there just like in like a king's, arms down, like a king's pose. Be like, uh, right, and then they said by like two hours, <laughs> he ready to do work. Transformation. Yeah. All right, Rico, it's, it's time. Terrifying. We got transfer, transfer, uh, transformation. Rico into what's up with Rico? Let's get it. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.